This is Financially Tuned with Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, and your host, Brian Gaunt, from Bushka Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 40 years of combined experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is your host, Brian Gaunt, to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned. I'm your host, Brian Gaunt. I'm joined by the financial professionals from Bushka Retirement Solutions. It's President Sue Bushka and Vice President Cole Bruner. Good morning to both of you. Good morning, Brian. How are you this morning? I'm great. And how are both of you? Doing well this morning. Great. Excellent. And good morning, listeners. Thank you for joining us this morning on the radio or online from our website, retirewithbushka.com. Speaking of which, it's a great reminder, listeners, we know that weekends and particularly Sunday mornings can be hectic. So if you do miss any part of an episode or the entire thing, all of the financially tuned shows are archived for you on the Bushka Retirement Solutions website. And again, that's retirewithbushka.com. If you scroll down and click on the financially tuned radio uh, link, you'll get all of our previous shows so you can uh, stay well informed. Well, again, uh, good morning to you both, and thanks for making time out of uh, your work and family time for another important discussion. This week, I wanted to start our discussion off by briefly thinking about how many things have changed over the past few decades. Uh, Undoubtedly, you have both seen these changes over the course of your careers. But now, Sue, I'm sure you can speak more to this topic than myself as as your career has given you experience in so many different areas of of insurance and retirement planning. But for our listeners, how would you go about summarizing some of the significant changes or how the retirement landscape has changed? And and the same question um, to you as well, Cole. Well, Brian, I think the world is different today than it was 20 or even 10 years ago. And therefore, retirement is different today than it was when your parents or your grandparents uh, retired. Even in these last 10 or 20 years, the realities that retirees faced, I think, have changed significantly. I mean, there's been medical advances that are helping people live longer and much more healthier lives. And also technology um, helps bridge the hundreds or thousands of miles between family and your friends. And because of the same technology, you now have more information available to you than ever before when it comes to planning for your retirement. Don't you agree, Cole? Yeah, I mean, obviously things have changed, but like you said, technology has really helped to make our jobs as retirement income planning professionals a little bit easier. Obviously, the general economy and the uh, demise of pensions and things like that have made our jobs a little bit more challenging, but at the same rate with the advances in technology and the new software programs that have become available, it does help us to keep pace with the changing environment, which is helpful. Well, and I think, um, you know, that retirees and future retirees now, as you were saying, have more options to choose from and, you know, maybe some different obstacles to face when it comes to retirement today. 
So how do you approach that? How do you help your clients determine exactly how to handle the assets that they have accumulated for retirement? Well, we see a lot of people spending their time and energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to how their retirement assets are really invested. And, you know, while they're accumulating um, that desired amount of retirement assets, and it is really important, it's equally as important for these assets to represent the level of risk and the safety that you're going to want. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I mean, some people view retirement uh, decisions for uh, for their retirement as difficult, but those decisions don't necessarily have to be as difficult as people sometimes assume they will be. There are certain methods and, and uh, procedures that people can use to try to simplify their retirement planning a little bit. And that's why with our clients, we use the color of money concept, which helps them to organize their assets and visually see how much of their money is exposed to risk versus guaranteed and also helps them to visualize how much uh, different that is compared to where they should be invested for their current age and risk tolerance. Well, going along with that concept, I know we've talked about um, you know different things that you use with your clients and prospective clients, but I think it's so helpful, you know, in thinking of, of those different challenges in retirement that our listeners would benefit from a recap of what you both mean by the color of money. Well, the color of money helps you organize your assets into red money and green money. And there's also um, yellow money and visually organizing your assets. It's really important and it's uh, it's a powerful way to get a clear picture of what kind of money that you have and where it is and how you can best use it in the future. So let's take each of them one at a time so our listeners can get a solid understanding of what each of the colors of money represents in terms of what they might have in their portfolios. So to start, can you explain in a little bit more detail what red money is? Well, of course. Um, red money investments are investments that do not have guaranteed returns associated with them, and they do carry varying levels of risk. Red assets may have higher growth potential than other types of investment options, but you certainly need to be prepared to proceed with caution because there is the risk of loss when dealing with red money investments. Things uh, that fall into the red money category would be stocks or bonds, um, mutual funds, variable annuities, uh, REITs, anything along those lines is going to fall into a red money category because it doesn't have a principal guarantee or a guaranteed interest rate that's associated with it. Well, and we'll come back to yellow money in a second. I thought we'd go to the opposite end of, of the spectrum, so to speak. If you can share with our listeners what green money is then. Well, green money, they are assets that are not subject to market risk. So green money investments are designed to have that principal protection. And some examples of green money um, include, for instance, government bonds, uh, CDs, uh, savings accounts, money market accounts, cash, and also fixed and fixed indexed annuities. And so the final uh, color is yellow money. And Cole, if you could walk our listeners through what yellow money is and some examples of it. 
Well, yellow money is going to have some similar traits to red money. It, it uses some of the same vehicles. A lot of times yellow money uses individual stocks, exchange traded funds and things along those lines, but typically shies away from mutual funds and other uh, more expensive types of investment choices. But essentially yellow money is um, going to benefit from active professional management. So it has a team of financial professionals that are monitoring that account balance on a daily basis and making adjustments to it as the market lands landscape changes to keep that portfolio in consistency with the changing stock market. So typically, the idea is yellow money isn't necessarily going to provide better results, but it provides somewhat more predictable results and helps to try to eliminate the high highs and the low lows of the market, which is what most retire, uh, retiree investors are looking for. Well, that's a great overview of the color of money system and, and how you go about using it um, in, in your daily work. So I think uh, this is a great portion of our show to take a quick commercial break. Now, Bushka Retirement Solutions, uh, as many listeners know, has a great reputation for community involvement. And a big part of that has been your commitment to providing free retirement planning resources that help people educate themselves better first as, as a great way to start the process. So before we go on break, could you share with our listeners how they go about accessing the, the many resources that you do have available? Well, certainly. They can visit our online retirement learning library at learnwithbushka.com. That's learnwithbushka.com. Or they can always call our office at 715-355-4445 to request a complimentary retirement income toolkit to help them to prepare for the retirement that they've worked so hard for. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information that you need to help bring you more peace of mind in your retirement plans. Oftentimes, the resources will prompt more specific questions about your plans. Have you taken the opportunity to have a second opinion on your retirement plan, just as you would for a major medical diagnosis? Retirement today will last for many upwards of 20 to 30 years or potentially more. Do you have 100% confidence in your plans that you will never run out of money? Remember, you can't get an objective second opinion from the same person or company that gave you the first opinion. Not only do we provide complimentary resources such as our Retirement Income Toolkit, but we also do offer complimentary second opinion reviews where you'll get a comprehensive look at your plans and recommendations made using the critical fiduciary standard, always focused on our client's best interests. When it comes to your current plan, was that put in place using the same standard? If you don't know, you need a second opinion, so give our offices a call to set up a specific time to get on our calendars. Well, listeners, we'll be back uh, with our second segment of today's episode of Financially Tuned right after these messages. Creating an income plan for retirement is crucial in helping turn your retirement dreams into a reality. One way we help our clients achieve this is through Social Security. Social Security can be an overwhelming topic, but our guide to Social Security can help you better understand and better implement a successful Social Security strategy. And you can download our guide to Social Security right now by going to retirewithbushka.com or by calling us at Bushka Retirement Solutions at 715-355-4445. And when you visit our website or call in, you'll not only get our guide to Social Security, but our entire Retirement Income Toolkit, which features the guide to Social Security and much more. Call our office at 715 355 4445 or visit us online at retirewithbushka.com. 
Welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your host, Brian Gaunt, joined here by the financial professionals from Bushka Retirement Solutions, Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. Now, this morning we've been talking about uh, the color of money, and that's what our focus on today's program is. Now, in the beginning segment, we talked with Sue and Cole about what exactly the color of money is and how it's used to organize your assets into the three colors. There's red money, green money, and also yellow money. So how do you go about incorporating, um, creating income using the color of money strategy? Well, typically retirement assets are meant to do one of two things, either provide retirement income when it's needed or to pass a legacy on to your family. Creating a retirement income strategy with the color of money can vary depending on what stage of retirement a person is actually in right now. Each individual has different retirement needs and concerns, and so that's why we have to individualize each uh, plan to their specific circumstances. Those are all good points, Cole. And if you're already in retirement and you're concerned about asset allocations, we like to first get um, your income strategy planned out and then look at how your assets are allocated. Because in some cases, if you don't have a current income need and perhaps you know, you're still working, we can work on the allocation first and then um, have an income strategy in place. Yeah, I mean, if a client is at a, an age where they need to live on their portfolio, then obviously we'll focus on how to create the most income from that portfolio right away and focus a little less on where specifically the money is invested. Because if a client is in need of income, then that's the most important aspect of their financial plan at that point in life. But it's not always the case for every client. So in terms of, um, you know, folks that you meet with that are faced with, you know, looking at how to allocate their assets, um, how do you go about working with them to first maybe determine the risk tolerance that you both had mentioned before to make sure that their assets are allocated to achieve what they what they need and, and what they want? Well, Brian, the first thing that we ask them is when they're planning on retiring because both your age and your timeline for meeting specific goals should be considered when you're evaluating that tolerance, of course, for risk. And if you're young and you have a long time to meet those goals, you may have a higher risk tolerance than someone who is nearing retirement and may soon need to have like a steady investment income to last for decades. Other factors that may determine your ability to bear risk are your personality, of course, life experiences, and also your current financial situation. Everybody has different feelings as to how um, you know losses and risk and fluctuation in their portfolio affects them, um, and so that's how we help determine how a client's allocation should be positioned. You know, we go through a full um, questionnaire and analysis of risk tolerance to determine uh, where a client should be positioned, and then use that to help us to determine uh, what investment choices to make. Well, and I know that uh, in, in the past you've talked, uh, you know, essentially about the three different uh, risk tolerances. And I know there's so much more into that goes into that and, and that you both use in the planning process. But could you share with our listeners in general what is considered high risk tolerance, medium risk tolerance, and of course, low risk tolerance? Well, actually, it even goes farther than that in between risk tolerances between all of those categories. But 
you know, high risk tolerances investors that can tolerate some short term volatility and potentially riskier investments like stocks because of the long term returns on those investments typically provide potentially higher returns. But the investor must be comfortable with higher risk because of it. Medium risk tolerance are investors that typically will have a mix of higher and lower risk investments, such as stocks and bonds, and some holdings in their portfolio may grow in value and some may provide dividend and interest income depending on their stage of life. And then finally, there's the low risk tolerance, which are investors that are typically pretty conservative. They don't want to put their money into risky investments, and typically they'll be comfortable with steady low rates of return, but they will also have some limited growth potential with that type of an investment. So why would you say it is you know, essentially really critical for people out there to work with a qualified financial professional? to really narrow down what the person's risk tolerance is and, and the various other factors that we were just talking about? Well, I think discussing your goals and risk tolerance with your financial professional will really help you determine which path and what process uh, you need to take in reaching your retirement goals. And with careful planning and consideration of your needs, you may be better able to keep your emotions in check and stick to your long-term strategy during those real turbulent economic times. Now, this can be reassuring uh, to those people who are working with a financial professional whom they know is a fiduciary. Obviously, this is a term that's been talked about a lot more recently with the recent Department of Labor ruling. But um, really, you know, when it comes to working with a financial professional, you want to ensure at the end of the day that they have your best interests in the forefront of their mind when they're making recommendations. And the fact of the matter is that some advisors, as of right now, uh, financial professionals, I should say, do not um, have a legal obligation to do exactly that. You know, they don't have to act in their client's best interest legally as of right now, as long as their recommendations are deemed suitable by their compliance departments. And we all know that suitability is a little bit more flexible than actually being in the client's best interest. So it really comes down to knowing where your advice comes from and determining whether or not that advice is truly benefiting you or if it's more benefiting your financial professional. So just do yourself a favor and make sure that who you get your financial advice from is a fiduciary and has your best interest at heart. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And, and I think it might be beneficial. I know, Cole and Sue, you both have used this metaphor in the past, but I think it might be helpful for our listeners to really explain the difference between what a fiduciary standard is and a suitability standard. Um, could you share with our listeners the, the boots and, and shoes metaphor that you've shared in the past? Oh, sure. This is a, an analogy that we use with our clients to help them to understand the difference between where uh, their advice comes from, whether it comes from a, a financial professional that's held suitability standards or fiduciary standards. So imagine you're from central, uh, I, I should say Southern California, moving to central Wisconsin for the first time ever, never lived through Wisconsin winter in your entire life. And you're searching for a good pair of footwear to get you through the winter. And you have no idea what to expect, again, because you've never 
ever lived through a Wisconsin winter. And so you've got two shoe salesmen that you're going to go see, one that's held to suitability standards, one that's held to fiduciary standards. Initially, they're both going to seem relatively similar. They're going to put you through a similar process. They're going to ask you some questions and maybe do some risk tolerance analysis and things like this. But then when it comes down to it, they determine that you've got a couple of options. You've got a pair of sneakers that could work, and then you've got a pair of boots that really is in your best interest. So when you're working with the fiduciary salesperson, they're legally obligated to recommend the boots because at the end of the day, they know that's what you truly need. That's what's in your best interest. However, the suitability salesman might make a little better commission on the sneakers, and it's completely legal for them to sell you the sneakers and get that higher commission because the sneakers are still considered suitable. A pair of sneakers will get you through a Wisconsin winter, but is it what's in your best interest? Probably not. Well, thank you for sharing that with our listeners. I think that's very helpful. Um, I think this is a great time to take a quick commercial break before our final segment on today's Financially Tuned. Um, but again, I'd like to give our listeners the opportunity for just tuning in to access the many retirement resources that Bushka Retirement Solutions has available to everyone listening. Uh, Cole, could you recap again where uh, we're the best place for uh, our listeners to find those resources? Well, they can find them on our Retirement Learning Library, which is available 24-7 online at learnwithbushka.com. That's learn with B-U-S-K-A.com. And on the Retirement Learning Library, they can access all sorts of tools and videos and interesting information to help them to ensure that they're planning for a successful retirement. Now, many people, as they're going through this information, find that it does uh, bring up some additional questions that are best suited to address with a financial professional that has your best interest at heart. So after reviewing the Retirement Learning Library, feel free to call us to schedule a complimentary second opinion review of your financial situation at 715-355-4445. So to finish off our our final several minutes uh, together here, we talked about how you help your clients determine their risk tolerance. What are some other ways that you help them along with with this process? Well, one question that we have our clients ask themselves is to help determine their risk is to decide what their financial goals at retirement are. Because your particular retirement income need or the magic number, as we call it, may also play a part in your ability to take on more risk. For example, if the level of risk that you're comfortable with allows your investments the opportunity to earn a 4% rate of return and you need to realize an 8% rate of return, your income needs aren't going to be met when you need to rely on your investments for retirement income. So you may need to look at other options that offer a higher growth rate, but may also expose your assets to more risk. That's right. It really depends on your individual circumstances. And so that's why, you know, with each individual client that we work with, we work specifically to cater a plan to them individually. You know, we don't try to um, place people into the same categories and, and offer the same recommendations over and over like some companies do. We really try to cater that recommendation specifically to that client's needs. Well, and what are some additional insights that you both can share with our listeners on helping determine or helping clients determine exactly what their risk tolerance is? Well, the last question that we would have them ask themselves is what is their ability to handle a potential financial loss? 
your emotional ability to handle a financial loss is a very important factor as well because you're if you're likely to pull all of your money out of an investment due to the fact that it dipped in performance and then get back in when the market starts to perform well you might have a low risk tolerance and that's not exactly the best idea keep in mind that you can't time the market in fact in our conference room we have a crystal ball that sits on our conference room table as a pun to remind people that there is no way to predict the future you know there is no financial professional out there that has a real working crystal ball that will help them to help you time the market. That's right. And you need to determine the amount of risk that is right for you. And it depends on your specific situation. And it starts with a real thorough examination of your particular financial position. Well, what are some of the tools that you provide clients to help them break down their assets into the right amount of risk that is right for them. Well, we've talked about it in the past, but the rule of 100 is a really useful way to begin identifying the right amount of risk for your situation. Essentially, it's a tool that's used by a number of financial professionals to help provide you with a general guideline to follow for a proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets. The rule of 100 takes into consideration your age and your investment time horizon to better define your individual risk tolerance. The result of this analysis is used to determine how much of your retirement investments should be exposed to red money versus green money or yellow money. Now from this discussion, it, it kind of seems like organizing a person's assets can be quite time consuming. Oh, absolutely it can. And that's why organizing your assets and really understanding the color of your money and creating an income and an accumulation plan for your retirement, it can be really overwhelming. And it is your responsibility to figure out if your income and your accumulation needs are met. But that's what we're here for. You, you don't have to do it alone. That's right. I mean, getting a second opinion could be an invaluable decision when it comes to having a secure and confident retirement. I mean, if you're heading into retirement with any concerns as to whether or not your plan will work, the best piece of advice we can provide is have another professional uh, that's independent and, again, works under the fiduciary standard. Take a look at your current plans and run some analysis to determine if you really are on the right path or maybe if you should be making some adjustments before they cause a problem down the road. I think it's really great news um, for folks out there and especially all of our listeners that you don't have to you know, kind of tackle these challenges and, and all of the things that are involved alone. And so it's a great help to have the resources that you do have out there. Well, working with a financial professional can really help you to understand your risk tolerance, help you to understand if your investments match your risk tolerance, which we've found many times is not the case for clients, just simply because things get outdated, they don't get rebalanced regularly, and and sometimes uh, we, we find that that could cause significant issues if a client were to take a loss at the wrong time because they were overexposed to risk. So, you know, the best advice we can provide is just get a second opinion from an independent financial professional that has your best interest at heart. It can provide tremendous peace of mind and confidence that really can't be gotten in any other way when it comes to your retirement income plan. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for today. But Sue, could you remind our listeners of how they can go about accessing the various resources that you and and your companies have, have out there for everyone to utilize? 
Absolutely. You should visit our online retirement learning library at learnwithbushka.com. Or you can always call our office at 715-355-4445 to receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit to help you prepare for the retirement that you have worked so hard for. Now, with our retirement income toolkit, you will get the information you need to help bring you more peace of mind in your retirement plans. Well, thank you, uh, Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner from Bushka Retirement Solutions uh, for giving of your time this morning. And listeners, thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate your time as well. We hope you'll join us next weekend for another episode of Financially Tuned. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner at Bushka Retirement Solutions. Call 715-355-4445 or visit their website at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Suzanne Bushka, Cole Bruner, and Bushka Retirement Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 